Hey, I do this stuff for a living. SteveWebVoiceOvers.com Hi, I'm Trevor from the Scribe Music Show, and you're listening to the LifeSpring family of podcasts, one of the most transparent and real Christian podcasts you'll find. And this is number 89. Lima, Sierra. 89. Cabin crew, prepare for immediate departure. Quiet on the set. Quiet, people! In three, roll tape. Two, rolling. One. From our studio. And now your host. <laughs> Hello. Hey, I see you over there. How's it going? Welcome. Welcome. Good to see your smiling face. Hi, I'm Steve Webb, and I'm your host, and this is LifeSpring, the original. This show's for you if you're wondering about God, or if you're curious about Jesus, or if you're just looking for hope. And if you already know Jesus is the one you rely on, you've found a place to kind of kick off your shoes and relax and just enjoy. Remember, it doesn't matter where you're at. It doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter your age, your sex, your station in life. Jesus said, who do you say that I am? LifeSpring is about answering that question and the question of how and why the answer can and does affect your life today. What will you find here? Now you're going to find music, conversation, and reasons to believe as we hit you right between the ears with a message of hope, love, and good news. What a full show I've got today. This is going to be a long show, I think, but it's going to be full of great stuff, and I think you're going to have a great time. Let's get started with Just Plain Darren. Start again today I wouldn't want it any other way With everything I've learned And everything I have to say I wouldn't want it any other way So I've got it all I've got it now While there's really nothing In my bank account I've got it all Can't you see I'm the richest man I know Cause you're with me if all of my possessions simply up and fade away I wouldn't want it any other way Cause the treasure in my heart is you and you are here to stay And I wouldn't want it any other way Cause I've got it all, I've got it now Well there's really nothing in my bank account I've got it all, don't get you I'm the richest man I know Cause you're with me Everything I have Is everything I need I'm storing my treasure up And sending it up On ahead of me I refuse to wait around Happiness I'll never see And you shouldn't want it any other way For the treasure that you seek Will only rob you of today And you shouldn't want it any other way Cause I've got it all, I've got it now 
There you go, just plain Darren with I've Got It All. And you know what? I feel like I've got it all because I'm so happy to be here. This feels really, really good to be behind the microphone doing the LifeSpring show. Hey, I want to apologize for there being no uh, LifeSpring weekend music show this last weekend. I needed to take a little break this weekend. And Lord willing, there will be a show coming this weekend. I, that's a promise unless something you know really untoward happens. But that, I'm not planning on that, obviously. Actually, I'm going to be putting it up early because I'm going to be going to Spirit West Coast this coming weekend here in uh, Southern California, Del Mar, right on the beach. Um, what it is, is it, it's a music festival. Um, I'm going to be going with my son, Stephen and Timothy. We're going to be camping out, listening to the Newsboys, Todd Agnew, Mercy Me, and dozens and dozens of other ones. Not to mention, I'm going to get to uh, talk to my old friend, um, comedian Bob Smiley, and I'll hear some really great teaching as well, I'm quite sure. Uh, should be lots of fun. I'll take some pictures and I'll put them up on my Flickr site for you, too. This is a reminder for you. Don't forget, Friday the 25th, May 25th, we're doing a drawing for a a Stephen Stewart CD. Stephen Stewart, of course, is a singer from Finland. I've played his music several times on the show. And in order to have your name in the drawing, remember, you're going to have to have your name registered or you'll have to be registered at the LifeSpring Family Forum at LifeSpring Podcast. So go on over there, get registered, and just as a reminder, here's what Stephen Stewart sounds like. This is his song, Staring at the Ocean. You wear your anger as your armor when the right to your rage. You jump from hate to apathy, reach your wings against the gilded cage. Your father is distant. Your mother's confused Been so long in the darkness But the light is blinding you All of your life You've been staring at the ocean Afraid that you'll find A reason to cross Now you're losing your mind Staring at the ocean But the tide cannot bring back what you love You pack your suitcase for a journey that you don't intend to take You're listening to demons Who destroy what you create Denying your beauty Giving in to the pain Praying for salvation Though you swear you've lost your faith All of your life You've been staring at the ocean Afraid that you'll find A reason to cross Now you're losing your mind But the tide cannot bring back what you lost Hold on There's a ship in your harbor The storm clouds are clearing Hold on It's just a little farther Someday you might find what you've been looking for Watch the sand slip through your fingers Feel the waves crash at your feet Pick up a shell and listen For the song to set you free The sound and the fury The promise of more Your heart's on the horizon While you're standing on the shore All of your life You've been staring at the ocean A brain that you'll find A reason across 
There you go. Stephen Stewart with Staring at the Ocean from his album Balance. Now, if you would like to have an opportunity to win one of those CDs, we're going to be giving away four copies. Just get over to LifespringPodcast.com. Go on over there to register. And on May 25th, I'll be doing a, a, a random drawing. And I'll be uh, awarding four copies to LifeSpring Forum users. I've got something really exciting to share with you right now. Joining GoDaddy as a sponsor of the show is Earthlink. What's so exciting about that is, number one, you, as a listener to the LifeSpring podcast, have a chance to win some actual money here. And number two, I can wholeheartedly endorse Earthlink because I've been an Earthlink customer for many, many years. So how cool is that? The first two sponsors of the show are really companies that I've used myself long before podcasting even existed. Okay, so listen to this. Are you sick of advertising that sounds like, well, advertising? Maximum strength relief. To buy car insurance. No credit, no problems. Fastest selling diet pill. Did you ever wonder who writes those jingles that make your head explode? Do you think that you can do better? Well, if that sounds like you, then come on down. Howdy and hello. It's Marty Slick here, and welcome to Earthlink's Make Advertising Better Challenge. That's right, Bunky. If you think you've got what it takes to make advertising better, here's your shot. Thanks to our friends at Earthlink. Earthlink. Pacho and Earthlink are offering you a chance to make the perfect ad. Enter the Earthlink Make Advertising Better Challenge, and you could win valuable prizes. Tell them what they'll win, Sheila. Thanks, Marty. Just create a spot, endorsement, or jingle for Earthlink, and you could be one of the lucky winners chosen to have your advertisement played on the Pod Show Network, for which you will receive real cash payment. Real cash payment? That's right, Marty. Real cash payment. And finalists will also receive prizes. You can enter as many times as you like, so get creative. That's incredible. And the winner will get their ad played as part of the Earthlink campaign? That's right, Marty. And real cash payment? That's right, Marty. So, what about us? Well, if the spots are good enough, then we'll be rendered obsolete. Obsolete? That's right, Marty. Just one challenge in advertising as we know it could cease to exist, opening the world to a new and better form of communication that would be more entertaining, informative, and even accurate? That's right, Marty. That sucks. That's right, Marty. Think advertising sucks? So do we. Think you can make it better? Podshow and Earthlink are about to give you that chance. Take the Make Advertising Better Challenge. Create a great spot, jingle, or endorsement for Earthlink, and you can make big bucks having your ad played on the Podshow Network. So take the challenge. Go to adchallenge.podshow.com, or you can find the link on the website of this podcast. Make advertising better now. Wow, so there you go. That's how it's going to work. Now, let me tell you my Earthlink story because I think it's important. I've been an Earthlink customer since I signed up with my cable company for high-speed Internet. Now, I can't even remember how long ago that was. I've been doing you know high-speed Internet for so long. But at the time, Earthlink came with the package from my cable company. I thought, well, okay, that's nice. I've heard of Earthlink for a, for a long time, but, you know, ho-hum, so what? But then I started using some of the Earthlink services, like their email, their parental control, their pop-up blocker, and spam filter. And you know, re- remember, this was several years ago before Firefox, you know, with their great pop-up blocker, came out on the market. So I, you know, I used uh, pretty much the whole package of what Earthlink had to offer. I still use their email today. I love their spam blocker. It's really, really good. So I've been a customer. Now check this out. A couple of years after I signed up with the cable company. They came and they said, you know what, we're not going to, to bundle Earthlink anymore with your, with your cable bill. And so if you want to keep Earthlink, then you're going to have to start paying them. 
guess what? I've been writing a check to Earthlink for ever since then, and, and that's been at least three and a half years that I've been doing that, something like that. So I've been, they've been getting my money. <laughs> I've happily been writing a check every month. Well, actually, it comes out of my bank account, just you know, right out of there. I don't actually write the check. But you know what I mean. I've been paying them every month. So I can enthusiastically endorse Earthlink as, as a user. Um, so I'm glad that they're here. Now, here's how you can win some real money if you want to put your creative hat on. Visa and MasterCard accepted. No, 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 no. It doesn't take any money at all. As a matter of fact, the money <laughs> goes the other way. We know that advertising can be better than it is, right? Well, how many times have you heard or seen a commercial and said, wow, who writes this stuff? Or have you ever said, I could do better than that? Now, here's your chance to put Pod Show's money where your mouth is. Whoa. Oh, man. Yeah, well, starting on May 23rd, you can send your Earthlink commercial or commercials for a chance to win, according to this piece of paper that I got from Pod Show right here, piles of money. <laughs> piles of money. And the fame and the admiration of all the coolest kids on the block. Yeah, 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 okay. Because if your Earthlink ad wins, it will be played on the top podcasts in the industry. You'll be helping to redefine advertising. And, you know, this is unheard of. Listeners actually writing and producing the commercials. Yes, you can win. You can't win if you don't enter. Well, that's true. <laughs> Just as anybody with a microphone and a computer can podcast, anyone can win this too. A mic a computer, and an idea is all you need. Some assembly required. Yes, yes, yes. You can enter as often as you wish. Call the number on screen right now. No, there is no screen and there is no number. All you need to do is go to lifespringpodcast.com and you'll see a link right there on the page, a nice pretty button. And uh, that's where you can go to, to go to adchallenge.podshow.com. So here are the particulars, which will be on the show notes page as well. The URL for the challenge is adchallenge.podshow.com. Now, what you can do is write a jingle, and of course a jingle is a short musical composition that makes you think about a product, and you just can't get it out of your head. You want to make it 30 seconds or less. Next, you can write a commercial or a spot. And a spot is a pre-produced audio piece that promotes a brand or a product. Make it short and make it hot. Don't make just a normal ad. 30 seconds is almost too long. So, of course, I've already gone too long. But, of course, I'm explaining to you how the rules work for this first time around. Now, it needs to be submitted as an MP3. File sizes need to be, at the most, 6 megabytes. Number one reward is Piles Old Money. Number two is the ad will be featured in an Earthlink campaign on the top podcasts in the industry. And, of course, like I said, all of this will be on the show notes page at LifespringPodcast.com. Dot com. And then look, just look for that button, and that'll take you right to the submission website. When I first found Then Sings My Soul, Volumes 1 and 2, the books upon which the Lifespring Hymn Stories podcast is based, and then when the author, Robert J. Morgan, gave me permission to use them, I was really thrilled. And then, of course, you heard the interview that I had last week with Rob on the uh, episode number 88. Now, I've been thrilled to interview some other really cool people since Lifespring began. 
There's been Jimmy Bratcher, Susan Gray, Rob Coslow, Adrena Thorpe, Brian Duncan, Bob Smiley, Crystal Lewis, Toby Mack, Jars of Clay, Delirious, Michael Francis, a former Mafia boss, and the podfather himself, Adam Curry. And then I've also talked to Greg Laurie and Kathy Brixie. I've been interviewed by uh, Leo Laporte in, a, in the New York Times. And the local paper here in Riverside wrote a front page above the fold article about the LifeBring podcast with a big color photo and everything. And I've helped write some magazine articles for Technologies for Worship magazine. God has been so kind and so good to allow me to meet all these great people. It's been a thrill, and I can't wait to see what lies ahead. Now back to the book, Then Sings My Soul. As I was reading the stories of some of the hymns written during the last century, one specific name popped up several times. Either this person wrote the music to a certain hymn, or he brought it to the attention of the world by singing it in front of large audiences, or he was connected in some other way. As I was reading, I thought what a special privilege it would be if we could have a conversation about the songs. So I wrote a letter, and I can honestly say that I have never been more excited to talk to anyone than this next guest. To me, George Beverly Shea is one of the shining stars. He's traveled the world with Billy Graham since 1949, and he has sung hundreds of songs and hymns to over 200 million people. And at 97 years of age, he is still sharp and has a wonderful sense of humor. It was a delight and an honor to spend a few minutes on the phone with George Beverly Shea. Yes, Mr. Webb. Yes. No, Mr. Shea. I've first. Yes. It, I am so thankful to be able to spend some time to talk with you. It's a real honor. Where are you? Where are you? I, I'm in Southern California. Ah, uh-huh. oh, I see. And yeah, we've been there once in a while. <laughs> yeah, once in a while. As a matter of fact, I yeah. guess that's where uh, Mr. Graham got his uh, big time start, isn't it? Yeah, the 1949. Yeah. I was looking at your biographical information on the website. Yeah. And it says that Mr. Shea has utilized all available media to share the good news of Jesus Christ. And well, uh, apparently, uh, uh, people have kind of led me into that, and uh, I'd say the good Lord has done that, and uh, I'm very grateful for all of these years. Uh, it's just been a, it's a marvelous experience. Of, uh, uh, they, sometimes the travel gets pretty tiresome, but seeing people and seeing the reaction, and uh, it's, it's been marvelous through all these decades, yeah. And it's been many decades now. I guess you got started. Uh, yes, we've been to uh, so many different countries. I've tried to learn a little bit of, uh, like in Japanese and, and Mandarin and so forth. I got to have the phonetics on a drawer here someplace. I, I memorized a few of them, like the Swedish, you know, and uh-huh. <laughs> things like that. But uh, not. Uh, I just like one or two songs. I do a little bit of each, and then you... You get into the their languages, smile a little bit, and they have sympathy for you. You know. Of course, it's a way to uh, connect with the audience. That's a good thing to do. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's a little bit of broken Korean. <laughs> oh, very good, very good. Now, did you uh, pull that out of your drawer, or do you have that in your in your mind? Did you memorize yeah, that? I, that my, I, I memorized that part of it. And, you know, what's this one? Senor Medioso Contemplados Cielos, consider all the world thy hands have made. <laughs> <laughs> that's, oh, that's I go to Southern California, I, I thought how great they're off that way, then go into the English. That's marvelous. Uh, I, uh, I love that song, How Great Thou Art. Oh, uh, I never tired of it. Uh, how about this one? 
Hans galopte pæreporten, så de op for krummeren. That's broken Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. Well, I have listeners in Sweden, so they'll recognize that for sure. I suppose, yes. <laughs> that's wonderful. You know, you have sung countless hymns during your time just ministering. I'm going to guess that Just As I Am is the hymn that you've sung the most often. Is that true? Yes, with a choir, of course. It's a choir number, but uh, as we uh, listen to the choir, we're singing it inside, you know, and uh, often audibly with with the choir. It's uh, it's a precious, precious song. It certainly is. I lived with Elliot many, many years ago. Right. What is your favorite hymn? It's not exactly fair to ask that because <laughs> we have several favorites. Uh, I haven't tired of how great thou art, and I love uh, Ivory Palaces. That was written here in the area where I live mm-hmm. by Henry Barrowclaw, and he was only about twenty-one, something like that, and playing the piano in this conference center, Presbyterian Conference Center, and. Uh, a wonderful preacher was talking in the ivory palace of God, and he went to his uh, little home here and uh, did all those uh, verses in the beautiful chorus. Uh-huh. I've been singing it for, through the years. I never thought I'd get to meet that man, but he was 21 about when he wrote it, and I got to meet him when he was 65. He was the uh, appointed the treasurer, uh, a, lo- a local treasurer of Mr. Graham's crusade in um, Philadelphia, some 30 years ago. Uh-huh. Wow. Well, in doing my study for the, the show that, that we're doing here, Life Spring Hymn Stories, um, they're based on Robert Morgan's books, Then Sings My Soul. I learned... Yeah, it's a marvelous book, isn't it? It is. Well, I, oh, my wife and I, we, we uh, so, uh, kind of read that at quite a bit at breakfast time, you know. Well, in that, I learned that you had a hand in either writing some of the great hymns of the last several decades or... No, not... Not the great hymns. Oh, come on. I did the music of I'd Rather Have Jesus uh, when I was uh, 23 years of age, and that is a number that's been translated in many, many languages. And uh, Jim Reeves, the late Jim Reeves, uh, and of all people, um, and uh, what's his name? Uh, man that recorded that. I'm looking while I'm talking to my wife here. The man with the band around his head. Willie Nelson. Oh, sure. Recorded that about. Three or four years ago, and I just got a copy of it recently. Uh huh. Well, so, so why don't you <laughs> take it nicely? Well, I'm sure he does. I, I like Willie's music. So why don't you tell us, in your own words, then, the story behind "I'd Rather Have Jesus"? Okay. And my mother was uh, out uh, visiting um, in another church. Uh, my dad was a pastor in New York area, and she was invited by some people to go to hear a certain preacher and uh, some somebody singing and. She heard this, I'd rather have Jesus, uh, in a different tune. And she got a copy of it and gave it to me. And, uh, I noticed that the, the, the lady who wrote the words way back in 1922 was uh, Rhea, R-A-C-A Miller. And, um, and she had a tune that was kind of jumpy, you know. So I just, uh, my mother copied the words out, uh, knowing that I like to go to the piano and just, around a bit, so on a Sunday morning early, I saw those words uh, uh, just in front of me, and I just started to sing, and uh, she joined uh, a little while ago, put her arms around me, and I saw some tears in her eyes, 
uh, it was having a desired effect because when you're 23, you're making de- decisions and choices. And sure. This is I'd rather have Jesus and anything this world affords today. You, know. you bet. Well, yeah. well, you had been doing some singing, right, and had had some success at that point. Is that what it was? I never was in a secular uh, singing, secular so-called. Um, I did the uh, um, amateur. I referred to Alan uh, before television. He was quite a comedian across the nation, and he had a portion of his program was uh, amateur, and I was on that. I got second prize. Wow. The first prize went to a wonderful yodeler. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. <laughs> he was terrific. Uh, and uh, am, uh, Major Bowes Amateur Hour, things like that, you know. But uh, yeah, well, that's I stayed with the, the, the gospel songs, the hymns. Uh huh. Now I read somewhere that your singing debut was not such a successful thing, though. Uh, I don't. Uh, tell me that story. <laughs> well, it was it was in um, the book Then Sings My Soul. You yeah. you had been with uh, some evangelists who had I guess invited you to sing something, and and you you tried to sing a song in a key that was way too high for you, and your your voice cracked. Oh yes, yes, yes. That's the first solo I ever sang. I was in a, a tent meeting in Ontario, and uh, the lady uh, at the piano was the one. Uh, who sang also, and she asked me to sing and gave me the song to learn, and um, and I got singing it. And on the chorus, at one point, I cracked, you know, uh-huh. on the high, and I, I didn't speak very good that night. And in the morning, I saw this lady. She said, "Oh, don't worry about that. We just put that a little lower next time." Uh-huh. And I said, "Oh, I didn't know you could do things like that." <laughs> and, uh, uh, I've been singing pretty low, and now I'm in my nineties. I'm still singing lower. Uh, you have a, it is, you know. Your voice is still right there, Mr. Shea. Uh, it's, it's a little rougher now. Uh, <laughs> one of my favorite hymns is The Old Rugged Cross. And yeah. Can you tell me about your recollection of that song and George yeah, Bennard? George Bernard, uh, when he was in his late 60s, I met him in, the, in at a Bible conference in Indiana. And, uh, of course, I got a chance to tell him that... Uh, uh, when uh, I was five years old, uh, living in Winchester, Ontario, where my dad was a pastor, on a Saturday morning, uh, the rap of the door and two singers from no- uh, were recognized from America. They said to my mother, Mrs. Shea, you play the piano so well. Would you help us to learn this song they said was new, The Old Record Cross? And my parents liked to tell how I stood there with my mouth open listening to those men sing that beautiful song and not knowing a few years later I'll be doing it for Instagram and yeah. uh, Los Angeles and various places yes marvelous what what an yeah. amazing story and then there's another song too in my notes that uh, I have written down and that's great is thy faithfulness evidently there's a connection there yes uh, yes when I was uh, on the radio staff of WMBI in Chicago um the um, let's see, I, I, my names go from here. I knew also. I met the man who wrote the word Chisholm, uh, and also the man who wrote the music. Many of his just because I'm 97, I can't remember his name, but I knew him pretty well. Listen, I'm 51, and that happens to me still. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, he would call me from his office where he talked piano and singing, 
is out in his movie Bible Institute. He said, come on down here, Bev. i got a new song I want to try with you. It's uh, 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 quite an experience. And to hear that student body sing that, mm. like, so it was marvelous, a thousand of them. Oh, absolutely. Uh, well, we're getting close to the time here where I have to uh, say goodbye to you. I know that uh, you're... Well, you got about three or four or five minutes yet. Well, I, I still do. And, and here's what I wanted to ask you. Can you tell me about your own faith? Why are you a believer? Ah, well, uh, I listen to my father, who was a preacher, and, and uh, yeah, we're just reminding you, there's, there's a William Runyon, R-U-N-Y-A-N, okay. wrote uh, the music of uh, Grace That Faithfulness. Yes. And just remembering that. Um, yes, uh, but you know, uh, <laughs> Billy says he gets a little smile when he says, you can be born in a garage, but doesn't make an automobile. And I was born in a Christian home, but I had to come to a place when I was 18 years old, really, when I faced it head on, was I need to make a decision. I need to do what my dad recommended, what the Word recommended, make a decision and take Christ as my Savior. And I did that. And I, oh, I've made a lot of mistakes in my lifetime, but the Savior is able, you know, to... Uh, uh, bring us back and to uh, and we just uh, to love him and to serve him and what a joy I'm often so urban too nervous about seeing the great crowds but when I get to Mr. Graham's pulpit and hang on to that <laughs> I feel a little better and I just uh, open my mouth and we're hearing these Saturday night programs by the way um, uh, they're called Billy Graham Classics yes and I'm looking at myself for uh, uh, I had black hair and brown hair, and now it's white hair. Uh-huh. <laughs> 15, 20 years ago, these programs are every Saturday night. We get at 10 o'clock here. Yeah, they're, they're here in Southern... Had... Go ahead. Yeah, I, uh, yes, and, and the writing of the... I'd rather have you, the writing of music, and uh, it just clinched uh, it in my heart that uh, I wanted to, to love Jesus and to serve him. Yes. And you, yeah. you, you've traveled the world doing just that. Yes, I've never been to Russia, uh, but I've been to, uh, you know, Australia four times, and Japan three times, and uh, Germany twice, and uh, uh, England some, I guess, 12 times, something like that. Wow. But, yeah, that's been quite an experience. Do you know how many people you have sung in front of in your life? <laughs> oh, there's something here that... Uh, I don't, I don't like to speak about, but I guess I better. Uh, Guinea's Book of Records sent me something, and they said that uh, my wife had it framed that, that I had sunk to 220 million. Oh, boy. And, of course, uh, I write on that. I sent copies to my brother. I said, they came to hear Billy Graham, not me. <laughs> <laughs> but nevertheless, that's what I got to do. I had the privilege of saying to all those people. Isn't that marvelous? And you say you uh, still get nervous when you get up to, to sing? Well, you know, between that chair and the pulpit, there's about 20 feet. And, uh-huh. uh, always happy when I get there and, <laughs> and uh, they start the song. Uh, oh, that's marvelous. Uh, I've been singing one of those. Cindy Walker that just passed away a month ago, and she wrote many secular songs, country and western, uh, Jim Reeves and uh, Willie Nelson and Terry uh, Coleman and others. And she had an experience with the Lord in our 1951 meeting in Hollywood Bowl. She started to write uh, sacred songs, 
She lived in a little town called Mahia, M-E-X-I-A, Texas. But she'd go to Nashville and live sometimes three or four months in the year, just write songs for people, you know. Uh-huh. And uh, I've been singing one lately that uh, just did it in New Orleans and also Mobile, Alabama, three weeks ago. Oh, how sweet it is to know Jesus loves me, that wherever I may go, Jesus loves me. In his love each day I'm growing, how my heart is overflowing with the glory just of knowing Jesus loves me. So grave, where is thy power? He's my strength, my shining tower, star of sorrows, darkest hour. Jesus loves me. What beautiful songs she wrote. Mm. I got to record about four of them for RCA. Yeah. That's that's just beautiful. I had the privilege of doing picture-free albums for RCA from 1951 to 1974. Is that right? Now some of them are out in the CDs, of course. Sure. And I know that you've won a Grammy, and you've been nominated for many Grammys, and uh, many of them. I've had Grammy once. I'm looking at it here up on the shelf. Yeah, oh, that's wonderful. <laughs> well, what a privilege to... Uh, uh, do you write for a magazine out there? Or are you on a radio? Or? Well, it's uh, like an internet radio show. It's called a podcast, and it's really kind of the... Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah it's, it's the newest technology in terms of communication. So, you know, taking it back to the beginning where it says Mr. Shea has utilized all available media to share the good news of Jesus Christ, this is a brand, yeah. this is a brand new media that you're also sharing the good news of Christ. Uh-huh. So, yeah, on the computer, huh? Yes, it's on the computer. Yeah, website, yeah. Yep. I got a little website that's uh, com. We'll have to check I it out. I just saw that some friend of mine did in, in, out in Oregon. Uh-huh. About four pages, three hundred eighty-five of our songs. You know. Oh, wonderful! Are they on there to listen to, or are they? Yeah, I, I can bring up your thing on podcast. I can bring that up on my computer. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just yeah, just go to lifespringpodcast.com. dot com. This interview that we're doing now will go out on two different feeds. Actually, the one of them is going to be the Lifespring podcast, and the other one is one that that I do that's called Lifespring Hymn Stories. That's great. So that's what that's that's, that's all about. I wrote a little book about hymn stories. Um, How sweet the sound! It's by Tendale House in Wheaton, Illinois. Uh huh. And uh, it's been, it's been uh, doing pretty well. It's called How Sweet the Sound, and in the back of it is a little CD of uh, some of the hymns. Uh, but one of the stories is this: We have time to tell to you. Absolutely. For um, Bert Perzane, uh, was a German um, boy in Wheaton College. That is his. His name is German, at least. And he was um, drafted in World War II and wounded in one of the final battles. He was quite the singer on campus. Billy and Ruth Graham knew him. And uh, one of his mother's favorite was Jesus, Whisper's Peace. I tell about this in a little book. And uh, when he was wounded, he, he'd go in and out of consciousness. But when he comes to he'd try to sing his mother's favorite song. And at one point when he opened his eyes, over him was a German with a bayonet. And Bert understood what the, the young man was saying to him. He said, in German, sing it again. Oh. Sing it again. And as he was trying to do that, he was lifted up on a rock, and the American medics found him. Oh, wow. I talked to him on the phone after he got back. I never met him. He's, he's passed on. Little stories like that, you know. That's, that's a great story. Thank well, you. Steve, it's been nice to... to meet you this way. Well, Mr. Shea, it's been my pleasure. Thank you so very much, and may God bless you. God bless you in your work. Thank you. You too.
Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Isn't he great? Imagine the places George Beverly Shea's been and the changes he's seen over the last 97 years he's been alive. And now he's still on the cutting edge of technology, appearing on the LifeSpring podcast, which itself was the very first Christian podcast that was a podcast from the ground up. No repurposed church sermons. Now, I'm not tooting my own horn here. I'm just pointing out how cool it is that Mr. Shea is still using every medium available. What a privilege and a pleasure it was to talk with him. I hope you enjoyed listening in, too. Thank you so much, Mr. Shea. And to Eric Ogren, the Media Relations Manager at the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association, for coordinating this. You need to know that Mr. Shea has written a book with stories and his reflections on some of the beloved hymns and gospel songs. I have the book, and it's a real joy to read. The book's title is How Sweet the Sound, and there's also a CD that goes along with it as well, with 16 different songs. I'll have links on the show notes page if you'd like to check those out. I wanted to play a song by George Beverly Shea, but couldn't get the clearance from the lawyers. Well, you know how that is. That's okay, because we've got some great Podsafe artists. Here's a song I know that Bev sang many, many times, and I'll, I'll tell you what, I'll be talking to you on the other side.
That is really nice. That's a singer by the name of Jolene, and it's amazing. Just as I was shutting down my big uh, computer, the one that makes all the noise, just, just as I was shutting it down to record this show, I checked my email one more time, and there was an email from this girl named Jolene. And she was uh, asking if I'd uh, maybe take a listen to her music to see if I might want to play it on the Lifespring Hymn Stories show. And uh, it's amazing. Uh, the, the timing of God is, is <laughs> just perfect. Because this is a song that I know George Beverly Shea sang many, many, many times over the years. And it's a beautiful song. And Jolene, you did this song just wonderfully. Thank you so much for writing to me. And when it says, you know, calling for sinners to come home, you know, that's every one of us. It's not, you know, just people that don't believe in Jesus. I'm a sinner too. The difference is I'm a sinner saved by my faith in Jesus Christ. And when I say saved, what I mean is that the relationship between myself and God has been restored. You see, sin, things that that that, that we do that is against um, our, our welfare, which is what really sin is. Sin is something that God says, hey, don't do that. And the reason we're not supposed to do it is because it hurts us or hurts those around us. Really, that's what sin is about. It hurts the relationship between people and it hurts the relationship between us and God. That relationship can be healed, can be restored once you place faith in Jesus Christ. That's what it's about. That's what that song is about. Come on home it's a love thing. God is, is, is earnestly pursuing you because of his love. That's what it's all about. Go. 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 Daddy. Hi. GoDaddy's the source for domain names, you know. Web hosting and some fantastic tools for maximizing your internet presence, me bucko. Steve Webb has been a customer of GoDaddy for years, he has. And he's not made them walk the plank yet. And here be some good advice to ye. Use one of the Lifespring discount codes when you buy from GoDaddy. For instance, when you buy more than 30 doubloons, uh, dollars, for GoDaddy services, enter code LS2 and save five dollars. For all the codes, sail on by their show notes website at lifespringpodcast.com. Steve will be thanking you for the support. Hey, how come we choose from just two people to run for president of the United States and over 50 from Miss America? (laughs) I signed up for an exercise class and was told to wear loose-fitting clothing. If I had any loose-fitting clothing, I wouldn't have signed up in the first place. And when I was young, we used to go skinny dipping. Now I just call it Chunky Dunk. Wouldn't it be nice if whenever we messed up our life, we could just simply press Control-Z or Edit-Undo and start all over again? (laughs) And remember, life is like a roll of toilet paper. The closer it gets to the end, the faster it goes. All right, looking back at the music today, we we heard from Stephen Stewart and just plain Darren and Jolene. Of course, you can find links to their music where? LifespringPodcast.com. Wow, we had lots of stuff today. Uh, don't forget the Stephen Stewart CD giveaway. Get on over to LifeSpring Family Forum and sign up there so you'll be entered in the drawing. Also, remember you can win piles of money and the satisfaction of changing advertising as we know it by creating an Earthlink ad. Just go to LifeSpringPodcast.com and click on the Earthlink button you'll see on the LifeSpring show notes page. 
Thanks again to George Beverly Shea and the Billy Graham Evangelistic Association and Eric Ogren in particular over there. You can write to me at steve.lifespring at gmail.com or you can phone me at 206-350-CALL. We had a fun show today. I hope you enjoyed yourself. Thank you so much for inviting me into your head. Hey, have you invited Jesus into your heart? I'm Steve Webb, and I'll see you next time. Your business, my voice. SteveWebVoiceOvers.com